2: Umbrella's out, Klaus, because it's going to drizzle and be wetter. Then a female audience had a One Direction concert. Wait, are One Direction still a thing? Who's popular now? Klaus, who's popular? I don't know. But Imola, baby, it's here, so fire up! Charles Leclerc has lost his watch. P.S. If anyone's interested in this Richard Milne 300k watch, I've got it up on eBay. But we're going to break down everything happening over the weekend with the bold predictions and the lock of the week. Carlos Sainz is getting paid, baby. And which tier level do all the F1 drivers fall onto? It's going to be a big show, Klaus. A huge show may open for me to park it all the goodness up in there, please. And speaking of getting goodness rammed inside him, it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man constantly enjoying a good ramming. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty.
1: It's lights out and away we go.
3: Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news. Discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax for the Park It in My Fermé show. Here is your host, Caldy.
1: That is
2: right. Ladies and gentlemen, gather around your man. Because it's your main squeeze, Cody, a.k.a. the Potamus, butt naked, letting it all hang out, and I am lubed up. From head to tippy-toe in the oils, browning up real nice in the sun, next to the infinity pool and the jacuzzi, on the main street here, at the $39 billion pimp International Racing Circuit. Woo! Doris Darling, please, when you're cleaning up around here, if you happen to come across my fur, don't hesitate. Don't even ask for consent. Just park it on up in there, as it is the parking in my firmate show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world, according to my mum. Because we've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, wet track talks, and much, much more coming your way. Woo! Episode 134 about to smack you across the face but don't be a gloomy Gus if you've missed out on the previous 133 just look down at that podcast listening device of yours and you just spank that subscribe and follow button oh that's it so you can never miss out again and become the first in the world to hear this My sexy, soothing, smooth sounds three times a week and there ain't a damn thing wrong. Wong? Wong? No, there's not a damn thing wrong with rolling around in the slop looking for a little slap and ticker with a cultopotamus three times a week. So without further ado, change out of those muddy clothes and into something a little more comfortable, perhaps... A pimp embroidered silk robe from the merch store. Parkedinmyverme my com slash merch. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Nice work, Lewis. That's an awesome recovery. Great battle back
1: to v two. Lewis, super super drive. We're leading the championship.
3: Awesome job, guys. My apologies for that mistake earlier on, but we live with that. On to the next one? Indeed, mate. Indeed. Make sure you like the socials at park it in my Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is
2: exactly what you need to do. Don't dilly-dally like your homegirl Sally from the Valley. Go ahead and like those socials. Slide into the DMs like your Nikita Mazepin sliding off a track. But this time I'll be there at the wall. Arms wide open, ready to catch you and hold you and whisper sweet nothing's into your ear but anyway we move on because we've got a lot to talk about we're going to start off with a little bit of a prediction for what's going to be happening in Imola because later on in the show I'll be going through my top five bold predictions for the race weekend as well as the lock of the week but of course we need to run through quickly all the things that'll go down this weekend as we predict the Imola Grand Prix I'm not going to say the whole name I'm not going to say it. It's about 15, 16 words. It'll take half the episode for me to pronounce those words. But Doris, fetch me the tarot cards. Klaus, you bring me three crystal balls. I've got a magic eight ball right here. I'm ready to break it down and tell you everything that's about to go down in Imola with so much accuracy that you'll probably not even want to watch the race. You'll know everything that's going to happen anyway. I've essentially just ruined it for you. But grab your pens and paper, get ready to write all of this down. That way you can run off to your bookie, take out a couple of bets, make a squillier dollars, and then we can all run away together to our private islands and live a magical life. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So let's start with qualifying. Oh, and I hear it's going to be wet. Oh, it's going to be a wet, Imola. Oh, the blood flow is pumping. Very, very strong right now. Just went from six to midnight because...
1: Raining men!
2: Hey, Amen! Yes, that's exactly right. It is going to be pissing down for qualifying and the race. But Saturday is going to be quite nice. But the other days, oh. It's raining men! Oh, baby, 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 that's exactly right. It's raining men. You're damn straight. Prediction number one is that Nicholas Latifi. you're
1: a rich boy! Oh, and you know you can't try it and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can
2: rely on your old man's money. You can rely on
1: your old man's money. That is exactly what he could
2: do. Nicholas Latifi is crashing. It's just what he does. It's going to happen. Just accept it. It's going to be the usual suspects up the front of the grid. But Nicholas Latifi, I'm predicting, he's going to be crashing in qualifying. He's going to be crashing in the sprint race. And he's going to be crashing in the race itself. He's going to be the first person to crash in all three and get three DNFs. But with it being a sprint race weekend and the first time we race in Europe this season, it's going to be very interesting to see what teams decide to do, whether or not they're going to bring their upgrades that they usually would for the first European race. But do they want to run the risk because they don't have a free practice now? Are they going to be able to really test these new parts out? It's going to be very fascinating indeed, and we're going to see it all... Unfold in just a little bit. The same old people will be out in Q1. Expect the two Aston Martin lads, Seb Vettel and Lance Stroll, getting the boot. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, Mick Schumacher is going to be out as well as Yuki Sonoda and Nicholas Lativi. There you are, right there. The real question is going to be can McLaren continue with some form to get their cars into Q3 similar to what they did in Australia? Get them into a good position for an awesome sprint where they can settle nicely into the points for Sunday. Oh, baby. I think Mercedes will be strong over the weekend as well, despite them being them. I think they will bring an upgrade because they didn't have one for Australia and I think they are pushing for podiums now. Max Verstappen will be pushing his car thinking he needs to make up for lost ground and I can see another DNF for him in his future. Yes, that's what the tarot cards are saying right now. Perez will be Perez, and by that I mean he'll be bland and uninteresting. But I tell you what will really happen is that the weather. Yes, the rain. We've been promised that will make Imola fucking fantastic for once. you will probably never come. The rain will never rock up. We'll be pissed off with a boring race, and they'll continue to bring it back every year and continue to say that Imola is the fucking greatest F1 track ever. We need to keep coming back. Or this will happen. It will rain. And it will be fantastic. And people will come running after me with torches and pitchforks looking to kill me and say, we were right. You were wrong the whole time. Imola is amazing. That's what's actually going to happen. But you don't go anywhere. Because in the second half of the show, I'll be going through my top five bold predictions for the race weekend. As well as the luck of the week. Ooh, I'm excited.
1: You listen to the show You give it five stars You go to Apple Podcasts And you give it five stars What are you waiting for? Give it five, give it five Not four, not six But give it five And I'll read your review out on the show No matter what you say I just want you to know Give it five stars Give it five stars Give it five stars And I will read it out Let's go now and give it five stars. And I will read out your review no matter what you say. Slide into your DMs like every day. Five stars. Five stars. I sound like an angel. Can you tell I made this whole thing up a
2: five star? No, you can't. Because you do sound like an angel. And we've got another five-star review. It is simple. You go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you leave a five-star review. No matter what you say, I will read it out for the people around the world to hear it. And we've got another one. Goober456. They write, I'm wetter than Imola will be this weekend. Whenever I listen to the podcast, I can't get enough. If I could give it six stars, I would. Koldy always knows what to say. Wow. Gooba 456 I think you know what to say because you got yourself a beautiful readout on the show because of your five-star review. So if you want to be read out as well, go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, leave a five-star review. And I, Koldy, the Potamus, will read it out for the masses. Woo! Let's go on, baby
1: to a man who's never won in Italy before and who wins the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix this afternoon. Max Verstappen takes victory in Italy, and it was a victory by a long, long margin.
3: Okay, Max, great work. There you go. It's not always all about a Saturday.
1: (laughs) Yes!
0: That was a tricky idea, but it's great job, guys. You've managed that really well. Thank you. Mega job, Max. Mega, mega job. Great. uh, Difficult afternoon, but you nailed it. Well done. Yeah, I'm
1: very happy with that.
2: So, Carlos signs.
1: Ooh. Smooth operator.
2: Yeah, baby. Smooth operator.
1: Smooth operator. Uh, uh, uh. Smooth operator.
2: Well, you know what he went out and did? You know what he went out and did? got himself paid. Woo! Money talks. Here comes the money. Yeah, baby. Money, Carlos Sainz getting money, paid. Money, money, money. Woo! He got himself a big, fat, juicy contract extension and is going to be racing for Ferrari until the end of 2024. This is what Carlos had to say about the whole thing. I have always said that there is no better team to race for And after over a year with them, I can confirm that putting on this race suit and representing this team is unique and incomparable. Towing the company line. Mattia Benotto, he responded with this. I believe we have the best driver pairing in Formula One and so with every passing race, it seemed a completely natural step to extend Carlos's contract, thus ensuring stability and continuity. In his time so far... With this team, he has proved to have the talent we expected from him, delivering impressive results and making the most of the opportunities. Ooh, but no time. See, Charles Leclerc is also contracted through until the end of the 2024 season, but there are rumours circulating that they will most likely extend Leclerc's contract. And with these two gorgeous hunks... Ooh, Bit of man meat right there. These absolute stud muffins, sex on four wheels, locked away at Ferrari. They've certainly put themselves in a cheeky little position to dominate the sport for the next few years. Especially if Mercedes and Red Bull can't get their shit together. It makes sense for both Ferrari and Carlos signs. It's the Lando Norris principle. Lock him up. Long term deal right now. Because... I bet you anything Ferrari are paying Sainz a lot less now than they would if he eventually won a race. They can argue with Sainz's agent saying, well, hold on, we've got the quickest car here. We've got the new regs right. We want to keep Sainz around, but the guy hasn't even won a single race yet. But it's a win-win for Sainz as well. Guaranteed a seat for the next three seasons, including this one with a teammate that knows what the hell he's doing in a car. That seems to be the best in the field, it's almost a no brainer. If he wants to start getting some consistent results and start getting a few wins on the board, he did the right thing. You gotta sign. However, there is one big, fat, gigantic elephant in the room a big, motherfucker, woolly mammoth type elephant. An elephant almost as fat as your mum. That's how big it is, and that's Adolf Hitler's wet dream, Mick Schumacher. He is the chosen one, the one to bring balance to the force, the son of the most famous Ferrari driver of all time, Michael Schumacher, someone that people consider the greatest driver in the history of the sport. What's going to happen with him, they say? It's understood that eventually Mick is going to be getting an opportunity in that Ferrari. Everyone thinks so. However, he is stuck currently paying his dues in the Haas, similar to George Russell with Williams before getting a chance in the Merc. However, locking the sexiest combo of drivers away for the next few seasons means that Mick will be older and older and his legacy in the sport tarnished by driving a piece of shit car for no points each and every season until a spot opens up. If that ever actually does. There is another option though. One that I quite enjoy, because I agree, Carlos Sainz,
1: he's a smooth operator. It's
2: the nickname he gives his penis.
1: Smooth operator, smooth operator, uh, 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 smooth.
2: Not a hair on his body. Woo. See, Sainz and Charles Leclerc should be at Ferrari for as long as things are going well, but Ferrari have another team on the grid in the form of the Alfa Romeos. Now, Valtteri is locked away there until 2025. He got himself that cushy long-term contract that he's always wanted. That job security, which is awesome, but Zhou Guan Yu is only contracted for this season. And I think it would be silly for them to get rid of him for this season. But instead, how about you swap seats with Mick? And Zhou might be the alternative option that they want. Mick can then sharpen his claws with the midfield getting him prepared and ready for a run in the Ferrari when the time comes and Zhou can bring some much needed financial benefits to Haas and introduce them to an entirely different audience in China for when F1 inevitably returns there. So Mick goes to Alfa Romeo until the end of 2024. Carlos will be 30 and Ferrari will then have the difficult choice to make but at least then if they decide to go with Mick they aren't going to throw him in there without having him face opponents and other drivers other than his old teammate Nikita, give them titties a squeeze, Mazepin, and the new dropkick, Nicholas Latifi.
1: Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. That's exactly what
2: you can do. But what do you guys think? Is Carlos Sainz extension the right move for Ferrari? Or should they have not put all their eggs into one basket over there? Let me know on the socials at Parker my on Twitter, Facebook, Insta,
1: Graham.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show. The number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. What a huge
2: first half that was. Breaking down Sites, new contract. <laughs> Talking a little bit about Emily, just wetting the appetite. And that is the correct choice of words too because... Oh, she's drizzling. She is drizzling. FP1 is not far away, so we need to get this ready, done and dusted up there for you all to listen to. But don't go anywhere. Huge second half. We're going to be going through the driver tier list to see where they're sitting on there. As well as Courtney's top five bowl predictions for the race weekend and the lock of the week. And you want to make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listing device because next episode we're going to break down every itty bitty moment of the race weekend here in Imola. And then of course start getting you ready for Miami. So you don't want to miss any of that. Make sure you subscribe, Klaus. Fade me out, you gorgeous man. That's it. Bye.
3: Make sure you like the socials at park it in my forme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is
2: exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and give that like and follow button just a little bit of a spanking. A light, gentle, little bit of a... That's it. Oh, that's it indeed. Oh. Big second half here. We've got a drive a tier list. It's something a little bit different. It's fun to rank things. And for the people that disagree, tell them to go eat a bag of dicks. Shut the fuck up and enjoy being miserable. Because we aren't those things here. We are the fun, delightable, intelligent, good-looking human beings. And we're going to rank all the drivers into categories. The A tier. That's the best of the best. The superstars. The ones that could win a title right now. That's what's, That's the brand, that's the face of Formula One. They're recognizable throughout the world and are carrying the sport forward. Or they're the B tier. They're on the cusp. These drivers aren't quite there yet. They're one step down. They may win a race here or there if things go their way, but they're not championship material. Or they're the C tier. They're for the drivers that are in the middle of the pack, not having an impact. May get some points here or there, but don't have a bright future in the sport. And then there's the D tier. The worst drivers that probably shouldn't even have their contracts renewed and never given a chance in the first place. Give them the fucking boot. That's the D tier. So let's go through each team in alphabetical order and pluck out the drivers and place them in the tier list in a segment called Driver. Driver. Tier list. Are you crying? I'm not I'm not crying. Are you crying? No. I'm not crying. Are you crying? Yes, I'm crying. Cause it's the tier list. Tier list,
1: tier list, tier list, yes. tier list.
2: Putting things in a tier list. Yes. Putting things in a tear list, putting things in a tear list,
1: putting things in a tear list. Tier. It's a motherfucking tear list. Tear list, tear list, tear list. Tear list, tear list, tear list. Tear list. list, 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 list,
2: list. list. Are <laughs> you crying, son of a bitch? Crying with all your tears because it's the motherflippin' tear list. Yeah, yeah. can you believe that I just come up with these intros like that? That took maybe six months. With the greatest minds in the world came together to to put that one for you. But let's go through them. We're going to go through in alphabetical order of the teams. Going through driver by driver. Putting them in the tier. What tier? What category do they fall into? So let's start out with Alpha Romeo right now and Valtteri Bottas. Look, his best days are probably behind him, although I think... He is having much more fun now than he ever has before in the sport. He isn't going to be winning races anymore. He will score a bunch of points. Maybe even a cheeky podium, but that's about it. I'm going to give him the C tier Valtteri Bottas. But his teammate, the rookie sensation out of China Zhou Guan Yu. Whew, it's way too early in his career to tell. But I just don't see him lighting it up like the A tier drivers would. If he was destined for that He would already be beating Valtteri in the car. But they're not even close. Those like-for-like cars, he's not even close to Valtteri. So he's also going to go on C tier as well. I'd like to see him remain in the sport. Don't kick him out. No D tier. But let's just, come on. You're not ready yet, but let's see what happens. Next team, Alpha Tauri. Pierre Gasly. He has carried the Alpha Tauri team for some time. But if isn't going to be getting a gig in a top team anytime, and I think his best days are long behind him. If this was done last year, oh, it'd be B, pushing A. But now C tier for Pierre Gasly. Yes, I know that's pissing a lot of you off, but C tier it is. His teammate Yuki Tsunoda. I think there has been some improvement, but not enough to take the spot away from someone else. He is in the same car as Pierre Gasly, although Pierre just looks that much quicker than Yuki. Every single time. So I'm going to put Yuki in the D tier. I expect this to be his last season in Formula 1. Next team. Alpine. Esteban Ocon. I'm going to put him in the B tier. Although he is a weird looking cat. His missus and mother are smoking hot babes. And as the Alpine gets better and better. It makes Ocon look nice out there. But at the moment. Not quite. He's starting to beat his teammate each and every week. I can see a bright future ahead of this young man. And don't forget, he has a big, fat contract and the support of his team behind him. So I'm going to keep him in the B tier because I can see a future there. Fernando Alonso, though, C tier, my guy. Although I think he might snag a podium here or there, his winning days are long gone. They're very much far behind him. And although he may have the delusions of grandeur, he ain't ever getting that championship level again. He's never going to get that hand on the cup anymore. It's all done and dusted. C tier for Fernando aston martin well let's start off with lance
1: stroll because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway you can rely on your old man's money you can rely on your old man's money well he
2: always can he ain't going anywhere but he is d tier get him out it's not going to happen for as long as daddy stroll has the cash but he has no business racing in formula one absolutely none He needs to pick up another racing discipline and have some fun elsewhere. D tier for sure with Lance Stroll. His teammate, Sebastian Vettel, C tier. And that's being very generous. You're on your last legs. You really need to have retired a couple of seasons ago, but I get it. The rush, the adrenaline. You're never going to get that feeling with anything else you do. No, not at all. And I think I've been mighty generous with the C tier ranking. So quickly take it. And get the fuck out of my sight before I change my mind. Charles Leclerc over here at Ferrari. A tier for sure. He is the future of the sport. And the future is now, boys and girls. He is looking really, really, really good in that Ferrari. And also in my wet dreams. And I can see him getting a handful more wins this season. And probably taking the World Drivers Championship away with him as well. A tier for sure. His teammate.
1: Carlos. Science. is uh. a smooth operator. Oh. Smooth operator. Smooth
2: operator. Uh, uh, uh. B tier. B for Carlos Science. He will get a win or two this year. Don't get it twisted. He isn't ready to be the face of the sport though. The guy that's threatening to win it at any moment, that's not him. A few things need to go his way in order for him to succeed and they just haven't happened yet. He is looking mighty good though and that head of hair is phenomenal. He is just... (sighs) I just want to bite into him. We're going to talk about Haas now. Kevin Magnussen, a.k.a. K-Mag, a.k.a. The Viking Princess, C-tier for him. He's literally back in the sport because Haas ran out of options. This door-kicking loose cannon is there to guide Mick into the future and help him become all that he can be. However, Magnussen isn't going to be seeing success at a high level anymore in Formula 1. His podium days are over. His high-scoring points days are done and dusted. Yes, he had that Bahrain run, but... That's not happening again. You're there to guide Mick and to not crash the car every weekend. That's your job now. But his teammate Mick Schumacher, I'm going to give him a C tier as well. I can see points in his future this season. In fact, one of my bold predictions for this weekend is Mick is scoring a point. So get excited. Get ready to celebrate. C tier for Mick. Let's move on to McLaren though. Lando Norris, A tier. If the car was better for him this season, he would be winning a championship. And I know that's a very, very stupid thing to say. But what I mean is that the guy that hasn't won a single fucking race in his career in Formula 1 has the skill to do so, but the car that's been given to him is just a piece of shit. But I'm going to give you A.T. Orlando. You are one of the faces of the sport. You're the future of Formula 1. But your teammate, Big Dick, Danny Rick, Give Your Girl the Bone, Daniel, Ricardo, this one's difficult. Because he knows how to drive, but it just feels at the same time he's so far off winning a race at the moment. That being said, is it because of the driver or is it because of the car? And you have to think that with the right tools underneath him, that Daniel Ricciardo would be able to push for podiums and get a big bag of points and every single weekend. B tier for Danny Rick. I'm sorry, it's a little biased, I know, but you can't say no to the honey badger. B tier, baby mercedes lewis hamilton a tier no question about it seven time world champ still got it scored points in all three races so far the guy can flat out drive and once mercedes start bringing in their upgrades you just watch and see how quickly hamilton starts closing that gap in on the ferraris that are ahead of him no question about it a tier for lewis there george russell b tier he's the next generation Someone that might even win a race this season but isn't quite ready to take the crown just yet. He doesn't quite have that, what I like to call, cuntish attitude about him. And that's something you need in order to win championships. He isn't quite there yet, but I can see it happening eventually. Maybe not championships, but definitely a big bag of wins in his future. B tier for George Russell. Red Bull's up next. Max Verstappen, A tier, no question about it. Reigning world champ. Wins races. When the car is good to go, he is the face of the sport as well. If the Red Bull power unit is sorted, then Red Bull could not only challenge Ferrari, but I reckon there are a lot of tracks on the calendar where Red Bull would flat out be much quicker than Ferrari as well. A tier for Maxi Boy. Sergio Perez, Checo, B tier for him. I was thinking of giving him a C tier, but I don't think I could justify it. He was amazing in Jeddah and fucking Nicholas Latifi cost him the win there. And he was amazing in Abu Dhabi last year as well, sacrificing himself to get Verstappen a championship. And he looked alright in Australia too. He snagged podiums and may get himself a cheeky little win this year. I I don't think he will. But he's looking alright. They've got the tools for him. Just gotta make sure that car is reliable and he will make sure it gets across the line. And finally, we're gonna talk about Williams. We're gonna start off with Nicholas Latifi.
1: Because you're a rich boy, and you know you can't drive, and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. That is exactly what you can do.
2: D tier, not even close. Get him out. He's now the joke of Formula One. And although his missus is smoking hot, that it may just justify keeping him around in the sport. I just hate the fact that he is taking a seat away from someone else. Last episode, we went through a list of drivers that could and should replace Latifi there and something needs to be done quick. Because with the wet weather in Imola, it's going to be a fucking shit show watching Latifi face the wrong way on the track 47 times this weekend. And finally, Alexander Albon, I'm going to give him C tier. His Australian GP was his saving grace. And although I think he's way better than Latifi, he was probably looking at a D tier if he didn't put in that performance a few weekends ago. So let's just give it a cheeky little recap here. Your D tier drivers. Nicholas Latifi, Lance Stroll, Yuki Tsunoda. C tier. Alex Albon, Mick Schumacher, Kevin Magnussen, Sebastian Vettel, Fernando Alonso, Pierre Gasly, Valtteri Bottas, Joe Guan Yu. Your B tiers. Sergio Perez, George Russell, Big Dick, Danny Rick, Carlos Sainz, and Esteban Ocon. And finally, your A tiers. The face of the sports. The championship competitors. Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, and Sir Lewis Hamilton and they are the tier list for the 2022 Formula 1 drivers. Oh my lord. Are you crying? Oh. I'm not. I'm not crying. Are you crying? No. I'm not crying. Are you crying? Yes, I'm crying. Cuz it's the tier list. Tier list. Tier list. Tier list. Tier list. Putting things in a tier list. Putting things in a tear list, putting things in a tear list,
1: putting things in a tear list. It's a motherfucking tear list. Tear list, tear list, tear list, tear list. Tear list, tear list, tear list, tear list,
2: tier list. you crying, son of a bitch? Crying with all your tears because it's the motherflippin' tear
1: list.
0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ooh, Klaus,
2: big announcement. We've had a little bit of a change. A little bit of an update for our legends. The Legends Club. Hey, I was giving you guys 20% off discount code at the merch store. You guys have your super secret code. You legends, the ones that have signed up. Have your super secret code for twenty percent off. I've 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 gotten rid of it. No longer twenty percent off code. You know why? Because it's now twenty five percent off. Woo! We give the people oh, what the they people. want. Yes, I couldn't do it to you because what I was saying was you take the twenty percent off code. You add the five percent off code, which is the podcast exclusive five. That one's in the description below. That's for all the cherubs and muffins out there. But it wasn't working. I couldn't get it working on the website. So you know what I did? I took that 20% Legends Club discount code. Oh, and I balled it up. And I threw it in the trash. And I gave you 25% because I'm that kind of guy, baby. You still get your free worldwide shipping. All right. You get your discount code. You get your choice of colors, sizes, products. Oh my gosh. It just doesn't end. It doesn't end. And you know why I've done that? Well, to that's why, right, baby. Ow. We give the people what they want. Oh, where, where, Oh, and if you guys want to sign up and become legends, yeah, I'm looking around. I'm looking into the sea of millions that have come to the Pimp International Racing Circuit. If you guys want to join the Legends Club, link in description, it's patreon.com slash park it in my firm. Sign up, become a legend. You get access to the corporate suites up the top. You get unlimited double Midori's on ice served by Doris, usually shirtless. She's got a shirt on today. What's that about, Doris? Bit self-conscious, our 197-year-old Doris. She's, she's an old bird. She's an old chook. Still got a little life in her, though. She's doing okay. But then you get unlimited drinks from her and you get your name read out in every single episode. You go down in history. You're part of the show now. So that's Austin, Anthony, Caleb, Chris, John, Sam, Taylor, you guys are part of that Legends Club. Woo. I mean, I'm excited. So if you guys want to join, you go to patreon.com/parkinmyfermay. You'll get 25% off. Your name will be a part of the show. You'll go down in history. And I do that for you because I got to give the people what they want. We,
1: got to give, the we give the people what they want. Oh, where well, well, hell. Well. different track in his career Lewis Hamilton will start a Grand Prix in the top spot. That's it mate. That is it. Wow. Look at the time.
3: We got it.
2: You got it mate. Beautiful work. That's a surprise isn't it? Oh we've got a race on the weekend. Oh yeah I don't know if you know guys but we've got a race, and it's starting very soon. We're qualifying tonight in the next couple of hours. So, without further ado, we need to go through...
3: Cody's Top 5. Bold
2: predictions for the Imola. Grand pre... I'm excited, baby. Get your pens and papers. This is the moneymaker right here. This is what's going to get you the big bucks. This is where you take it to your bookie. You tell him Cody sent you. Well, no, actually don't, because they'll kick you out. Because i will go, oh, Cody cool, said, you know all the results already then. We can't take your bets. No, no, no. You go down there. You place these bets. You walk out a billionaire. And that, that could happen. It could. It might not. But it definitely will. Because now it's time for
3: Cody's Top 5. Well,
2: predictions coming in at number 5. There will be at least 5 retirements from the race. Now, I'm going to cheat here and say that's from the sprint race combined with the race race. I just think with the wet weather, the unpredictability of it, still with the reliability issues as well, I just think we're going to see a lot of retirements, going to see a lot of restarts, a lot of red flags, a lot of safety cars. So there's going to be at least five retirements from the race. Only 15 drivers are going to finish. That's prediction number one. Coming in at number four.
3: Cody's top five. Joe Guan Yu will beat
2: his teammate Valtteri Bottas this weekend. Yes! I'm saying it. Bott Bott hates the wet. He's allergic to it. Even though I did a deep dive, a discovery, on Valtteri Bottas' childhood home, it rains a lot there. It does. I looked at the weather patterns. It rains a lot in Finland where his home is. But still, the guy can't drive in the wet to save himself. In fact, in Imola last year, he got into an a tangle a bit of a bit of a scrap for P9 in a Mercedes against George Russell in the Williams that happened last year turkey 2 years ago spun around 75,000 times he doesn't like the wet and if it's raining this weekend i think his teammate Zhou Guanyu will beat Valtteri Bottas that is a bold prediction coming in at number 3
3: cody's top 5 top
2: 5 bold predictions for the race weekend number 3 Mick Schumacher scores a point yes yes get excited it's gonna happen mickey boy i don't know how i don't know when i don't know if it's going to be in qualifying uh in the sorry the sprint race or in the race race but mick schumacher in a Haas is going to score a point this weekend
3: Coming in at number 2 Coldy's Top 5
2: Predictions for the MLA Grand Prix Number 2 Max Verstappen crashes again Now to be fair Max didn't crash the first two retirements either They were Red Bull power unit problems I think he's crashing I think he's going to look at this race as I need to catch up I need to put the pressure on I need to do something I'm falling behind What can I do? What can I do? And he's going to drive it uh, over the line Over the limit And he's going to have a crash. That's what's going to happen. I don't want to see it. This is what I want to be wrong. But I never am. That's the problem. I never am wrong. I'm always right. And finally, coming in at number one.
3: Cody's Top 5.
2: All predictions for the race weekend. Charles Leclerc gets himself another win. It's going to happen. So I'll run through them again. Number five, there will be at least five retirements from the race. Number four, Zhou Guanyu will beat his teammate Valtteri Bottas. Number three, Mick Schumacher is scoring a point this re- week end. Woo! Number two, Max Verstappen crashes again or is at least out. He's one of those five DNFs. And number one, Charles Leclerc gets another win. They were...
3: Cody's Top 5. Bold
2: predictions for the race weekend, but now... Now it's time for
3: Caldy's Lock of the Week.
2: Oh,
1: baby, 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 baby.
2: And it's a guarantee. This is the guarantee. Nicholas Latifi.
1: Because you're a rich boy. Ooh, and you know you can't try it, and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's That's
2: money. That's exactly what not, maybe not this time though. But here's the lock of the week. Nicholas Latifi will crash out in qualifying. In the sprint race. And in the race itself, because he is a bit of a spud. That is actually going to happen. He will DNF in all three major things this weekend. Causing red flags. Causing yellow flags. Causing black flags probably. They'll disqualify him. But he will be one of the five retirements in the race as well as Max Verstappen, as I said earlier. But that was your luck of the week. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for another show. Episode 134 done and dusted because we need to get it over and done with. I gave you the juicy goodiness because you need to now head on over to the tellies, fly over to Imola. You can't stay here at the Pimp International. All right, you can stay. You can stay. Doris, double Midori's on ice for everyone. Because Imola Grand Prix is starting up very, very shortly. First sprint race of the weekend. So we've got qualifying in just a couple of hours. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I think it could be good. I hate Imola's circuit. I think it's boring as batshit. But you add moisture. Woo, baby. Woo, 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 woo. So you don't want to miss out on the next episode where we recap everything that goes down at Imola and talk about all the juicy goodness that happened there. So make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device. Head over to parkintofmyfilmmate.com. Pick yourself up something pretty from the merch store as well as listen to all the old back catalogue there as well. And of course, patreon.com slash if you want to sign up to be part of the Legends in the Legends Club and know that any money that goes towards the show, we reinvest into the show to make it grow bigger better than ever leave a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes of course and a big thank you to our legends sitting up there in the penthouse suite the corporate boxes. they're having the time of their life Austin, Anthony Caleb Chris John Sam Taylor keep on rocking guys I'm about to head up there and join you because I cannot wait to watch the race with you guys Woo, I'm super excited and of course as always guys thanks for listening
3: Thanks for listening.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry?
3: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah.